is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 28th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Zadi Final, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, As we are still in process, Yahweh sets us as royalty and sees the completed work, the abundance of heaven, the sound that affects the future of now. Now, today's declaration really takes me back, back to when I was a, a kid in a lot of ways, and I'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. But I want to start off with the first part of the declaration today. As we are still in pro process, Yahweh sets us as royalty and sees the completed work. And it reminds me of the scripture in Galatians 4, where it says this, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, Yahweh sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem that were them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his sons into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. You see, that first part of that scripture talks about the place where really as as a as an heir, even when the child, when the, the heir is young, they're under tutors or governors and under those that would be teaching them until the time that is appointed of the father or really until the time of maturity. And you see, the tutors and governors there are set in a place to help learn and to help and to grow and to mature them in those times. Well, if you think about it, we have those tutors and governors. Those tutors and governors are us. You see, Yahweh has already made us in the place where he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. In him, he has, along with himself, made us Lord of all. I know that's sometimes hard to, to imagine because we, we don't see ourselves in that perspective. But, but wait a minute, when we really stop to really think about the process, Yahweh, you are in me and I am in you. And if you are Lord of all and I am in you and you are in me, then I too have that place of, of, of really that maturing, that growing and being the fact that you have already given me all things, all that I have ever needed, all that you have ever promised me has already been given inside of me. You guys have heard me say story after story after story about how Yahweh has taken me in several different ways and shown me what was really inside of me. And it changed me. It changed the way I saw things. It changed the way that I, I, I acted, the way that I responded, because I suddenly realized, now wait, why in the world am I acting like a slave to all this other stuff when I know that Yahweh has given me everything that I've needed? You know, I've asked this question here recently to a lot of folks, and I said, you know, well, what if, and I know those beautiful what if questions, but it's not, it's a rhetorical what if question. In other words, just think about it, just a few minutes. What if you had a bank account that had everything that you would ever, matter of fact, it had unlimited funds. Don't think about what you would do with the money. 
think about more about how you would respond knowing it was there. How would you act knowing that it was already sitting there? Don't worry about what to do with it. Think about your personal response on the way that you view things. What do you see? How do you see it? You guys have heard me say that uh, a lot. Now here lately, I haven't said it as much, but that is one, one, two questions that I always ask a lot of, and that's what do you see and how do you see it? So in that place, begin to meditate on the response when you know that Yahweh's given you all that you need. But yet we are still in a process. There's still a process of walking things through. You know, I told you guys not too terribly long ago where there are two things that are, are, are present and true at the same time. Both the fact that we are the completed work already. Yahweh has already set us in the place of being a completed work through the blood of Yeshua. But at the same breath, there's this process that we grow and we walk through as, as really we begin to tear down the veils that religion has put up around us. Yahweh already removed the veil through the blood of Yeshua. When Yeshua died on the cross, he rent the veil that separated us from, from Yahweh. That veil is gone. The veil to the, the Holy of Holies is gone. However, the there are veils that remain, and the only veils that remain are the ones that we put up. So there's a process of us beginning to realize more and more and more of who we are. And just like the scriptures there in Galatians says, that, that now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. And he is under the tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. You see, the tutors and governors that Yahweh has given us are the seven spirits of the Lord. They are the, the seven thunders. Now here at Gates of Zion, Apostle Aaron Smith has uh, really done a lot of, of teaching and, and explaining and helping us to understand about how the seven spirits of the Lord uh, work together as tutors and governors to help us. Uh, Yahweh also had given him a revelation of the seven thunders that are found in Revelation, but they were a little bit different. Yahweh gave uh, a, a seven thunders that are from our perspective here at Gates of Zion. My understanding is that Ian Clayton also has seven thunders that are slightly different than even the ones that Apostle that received from Yahweh. So in those places, each one of us may have different tutors and governors in these places like the seven thunders. If you don't know what I'm talking about, try to look up a Gates of Zion and there's all kinds of teachings that Gates of Zion and Apostle Aaron Smith has done with regards to those. But in the, the place of this, you see these tutors and governors help us as we begin to, to begin to see more and more and more of who Yahweh is and who we are in him. I know for me, when I, he, Yahweh took me into the living letters, I was looking for him. That was my whole focus. That was my main intent and still is. But the more that I dig in and the more that I look for him, the more that he turns around and says, oh, but wait, Daniel, this talks about you too. Let me show you how you fit in this same statement. And it blows me away every time that he does. Because again, we're standing as that completed work. We're standing in the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ because of what Christ has done for us. But now we start talking about the abundance of heaven. All right? We talk about the abundance of heaven that's inside of us. Well, to me, Yahweh's begun to show me that there are two parts to this, particularly because I, I, the first time that Yahweh took me into the, into the treasury room, I really believed that I, what I was looking at was the treasury rooms 
of heaven and all of the treasury rooms of heaven. I was, I was only, but I was only seeing just a small portion of that. And what I began to realize was the, the treasury room that he was taking me into was my treasury room. It was the place where all the things that, and all the promises and everything that he had set for me, and it was immense. It was beyond what I could imagine or even think. Matter of fact, so much so that there was a darkness that went out to a certain point where I couldn't see beyond unless I began to walk in that direction. And then I began to see what was revealed beyond that. Well, that was true 360 degrees around me. And all I did was walk in one direction. So you see what I'm saying? It was so immense that I could not even imagine the fullness of what was there. But then Yahweh said, but this is yours. And, then, and I began, when he said that, I began to think about it because I realized each one of us have this place in the treasuries of heaven that belongs to us. But it's, it's that place of the revelation of the fact that I have part of the treasure, you have a part of the treasure, others have a part of the treasure, and as we come together, we begin to share the treasure amongst all of us because now we're able to see through each other's eyes and be able to see the fullness. So now, now we start talking about the exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, not only because of what Yahweh has given us, but because we have come together as one new man operating in this place of the fullness. You see, Zadi Final, Zadi Final speaks about that place. It's an upright, righteous man standing in the fullness of who he has been meant to be. It's one who is on a journey and through that process, just like the heir, that as long as he is a child differs nothing from a servant, but he'd be Lord of all. But when the fullness of time come, Yahweh sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. And because of that, we are sons in Almighty Yahweh. But the most awesome part about this declaration today is the last part. The sound that affects the future of now. I, I didn't, when, when Michelle first wrote, wrote this, I didn't catch that at first, but it's a profound statement. The sound that affects the future now. You see, the our, our future is affected by what we speak in the moment of now. The things that we say right at this moment. But you say like, well, wait a minute. Okay, if that's the case, then all the things that I've spoken before that didn't seem that weren't right has laid a foundation for me to, to not have the fullness. But wait a minute, there's a thing called dissonance. The words that we speak now cause a dissonance to those things and they fall to the earth and die. Those things no longer exist. So let's begin now as we give the sound that affects the future of now in our words today. Thank you.